of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning. Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning, Taylor. Father God, we thank you this morning. We bind Satan, devil, demon, witches. We bind the spirit of witchcraft intent this morning in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just thank you for your goodness. And we thank you for your mercy. And we thank you, God, that you're going to help your people this morning. I thank you that you helped me this morning. Lord, you're God. You're God. You're God. Praise God for that. Brothers and sisters, uh, you know it's been a different kind of weekend here this weekend. Um, it's been a lot going on. We thank God for it because I, I just don't like to be bored or dull. I'm never bored, but I don't like when it gets a little dull around here. But this morning, this message was inspired by a young person. that I would still call a baby. Well, actually, a couple of young people, more than one, and more more than some here and some on the phone. But um, when I went to pray to God about, you know, how to help each of them, I got a different kind of message, way different. So I want to share it with you this morning. And I hope and pray that you get something from it. Back about, mm, geez, 20 years, over, over, yeah, man, about 25 years ago, God spoke to me in a still small voice. Um, some of you, I told you about it when I was um, in L.A., and I was praying at 214 Bonnie Bray Street. 214 Bonnie Bray Street happens to be the house where the Holy Ghost fell. And it got so crowded that the roof broke down and 
they moved to the Azusa Street Mission. Well, some some uh, Filipino missionaries had that house. And after I searched it down, and it was all, you know, it, it still had the original piano and had the original, um, it had it had a lot of original pieces, but not real furniture, but pieces in there that were in there when the Holy Ghost fell in 1906. So I was in there. I I made arrangements with them. Um, since that time, I was instrumental in getting the Church of God in Christ to buy that house and turn it into a museum, which is what it is now. The house on Bonnie Bray. A guy even wrote a song for me uh, about that house. If you're ever in LA, come and meet me at the house on Bonnie Bray. But it's, you know, that's kind of how it went. But anyway, it was in that house after I had been holding a prayer meeting for two years Begging God, please God. <laughs> I'm seeing few healings here and there, and a lot of salvation, um, and a lot of deliverance. A lot of deliverance. Because um, I was honored by the um, Filipino Chamber of Commerce for getting so many Filipino people saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. So I was honored by the um, L.A. Filipino Chamber of Commerce. But God finally spoke to me after me begging and pleading, carrying on. He said, you know what, Erica? Have you forgotten something? And I thought, no, I don't think so. Maybe, you know. He said, I'm God. <laughs> he said, I don't ever have to do the same thing twice. Ever. I mean, that caught my attention. I said, yeah. He said, so take heed to that, Erica. It won't be the same way twice. I said, are you telling me that it's time to pack up my little prayer meeting, that I'm praying that, that the Holy Ghost going to fall, the fire going to fall, light up the sky like it did in 1906? He said, that's right. I said, oh, okay. So I packed up my stuff and and went and talked to the Church of God in Christ. And they bought the house, turned it into a museum. And I went on about my way. So I I I um that's what I did. It is very interesting that this morning, about 1.30, God got me up, woke me up, and gave me Isaiah 46, 9 through 10. Isaiah 46. 9 through 10. 
This time God tells me, I am God. There is no other, none like me. I said, um, I think I better read that whole scripture. Because at first I thought it was like, uh, you know, like God was, I don't know, like maybe I needed to redo something or something like that. But before he gave me this scripture, I heard that still small voice say, I am God. There is no other like me. So then when I read the scripture, the scripture said in Isaiah 46, I'm sorry, 9 and 10. It says, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things that are not yet done. Saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. So I said, okay, God, where where am I going from here? Because I'm lost. But I should have known I was just lost with one scripture. So then I got this. I went and looked up because I kept hearing original, the original. So I said, okay. And then the Lord began to minister to me. And he began to minister to me in this way. That he, he, God, determined when and how he would save human beings from sin and death and the enemy. And that Satan, who opposes him, could not prevent that from happening. It kind of made me to understand that Jesus Christ, God's son, who is fully divine and fully human, died on the cross on a specific, I say on a specific day in human history. According to the uh, Kronos time that governs the earth. So God was saying to me, like, all this, Erica, remember a week ago when you told him about purpose a couple weeks ago? You told him that I had a purpose 
and I had a plan. And I just mentioned that yesterday, again, to somebody who was here. So God said, what's the definition, Erica, of purpose, my purpose? I said to myself, I know I'm about to find out because God is talking to me and I'm not quite getting it yet. So I looked it up in the dictionary. The original intent or reason for which something was created. Purpose. The original intent or reason for which something was created. Now, I remember I told you about Dr. Miles Monroe and how I asked God, I asked him, I asked God, because he told us to ask God what our purpose was. And I told you, God said my purpose was a washerwoman taking those black, dirty, stained garments and scrubbing them and making them whiter than snow. So then the Lord said, Erica, I am God. There's no other, nobody like me. I said, okay, God, I'm you know, if I offended you some kind of way, I'm sorry. I'll straighten it out if I can. Then he said, my son Jesus, Erica, was an original. I said, yeah, I'm really getting, I'm really not getting this yet, okay? He said, in my own Holy Spirit, is originally me. So I said, okay, God, you are an original. Jesus is an original. The Holy Spirit is an original. The Holy Spirit led me to think about in eternity that Jesus being an original. In eternity, now you got to think eternity, okay? In eternity, Jesus' life had already been delivered for the salvation of the entire human race. I said, okay. Because Jesus, the Bible says, is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. And I think that's found. I put the whole Revelation 13 when I was when I was typing this and putting it together. But Really, it's Revelation 13, 8. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. And I had to go back and put the whole scripture because it's talking about the beast. Okay? All that dwell upon the earth shall worship the beast if your name is not written in the book of life or the Lamb's book of life. So I'm still not quite getting this, brothers and sisters. I'm still not quite getting I'm still listening. I'm still searching. And um, when I look down in the 18, it says, 18 of uh, 13, let him that has understanding. Is that okay? So I'm going to give you understanding. Is that okay? 
You see, the cross was an original plan of God. The cross was an original plan of God, by God, and for God's purpose. And the word of God declares that only by the work of the cross can we be redeemed from our aimless conduct with the precious blood of Jesus as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. And in fact, Jesus indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but Jesus was manifested or revealed in these last times for us. That would be found in 1 Peter 1, 18, 20. If you stick with me this morning, I'm going somewhere. Ask the Lord to give you understanding. That's what I had to do. 1 Peter 1, 18 through 20. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your father, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who barely was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. The blood of Jesus, the cross, the redemption, was all part of God's original purpose and plan for you and I. The scriptures reveal that we were predestined they emphasize to each and every one of us that God has an original purpose for each one of you and me. You see, as I was, based upon what I know in the word of God and what God is showing, showing me here, we were created in eternity in a spiritual environment before the foundation of the world to have an exclusive destiny previously traced, hallelujah, previously formed in the mind of God. There are no no coincidences, pardon me, in God. Anything And everything that God formed was first finished in his own supernatural, miraculous mind. You see, what God was getting me to come around to to understand is that God determines the purposes. And then God shapes the person who will fill it. Could you write that in the chat room? God determines the purpose, and then God shapes the person in the plan who has been predetermined 
to fulfill that purpose. And in order for us to discover and live out the original purpose that God has for each one of us, we must keep in mind that God has also given human beings a free will. As a consequence of this, we have to always believe, we have to know inside of us that no matter what it might look like, no matter what it might seem like, that God's ultimate original, listen to me, God's ultimate original purpose and plan for humanity will always come to pass. Why? Because they are the original intent or reason for which everything was created. You see, it is up to us as to whether we will participate in God's purpose or forfeit our place in them. We exist because it is the supreme original desire of God for us, for you and I, to be here. The Holy Spirit was clearly talking to me that most human beings believe that they exist to satisfy their own selfish desires. But in reality, we exist to satisfy and please God. God is not selfish, and God's own unconditional love, because he is love, (laughs) seeks the good of all mankind. God's plans and God's purposes for us are better than any personal desire we could ever have. Because you see, God is the one that gave you the ability to choose. God is the one that originally gave you your free will. God's ultimate plans for humanity and each one of us will always come to pass. Can you put that in the chat room? God's ultimate plans for you, for humanity, will always come to pass. But it is up to us, it is up to you, it is up to me, as to whether or not we will participate in those plans. Because the truth of the matter is, and this is what the Holy Ghost was uh, was getting to me, you, brothers and sisters, and I exist for one purpose. And that purpose is to satisfy and please God. Please understand, I, I need you to see this. God is not selfish. And God's unconditional love seeks the highest and the best good for all of mankind. God's plans for us are better than any personal desires that we may have. 
So then the Holy Spirit said, I want to show you an expression of that, Erica. I want to show you an expression. I said, okay, how are you going to do that? He said, I want you to look at the prophet Jeremiah. He said, Jeremiah expresses the concept of my originality in purpose and predestination for my children. I said, okay. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Jeremiah, saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nation. Here's that scripture. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, reveals that this occurred in eternity, outside of measured time. The same was true in the life of Jesus, who was sent on a mission to earth from eternity. That's found in Luke chapter 4, verse 43. And he, Jesus, said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore am I sent. Jesus talks about a cruel, Jesus talks about a crucial aspect of God's eternal purpose. I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. Jesus said again in Mark chapter 1, verse 38, and he said unto them, let us go into the next town that I may preach there also, for therefore came I forth. Put this in the chat room. Oops. Almost dropped my papers here. I typed this one up. Post this. No one arrives on earth unless their original purpose is already determined in heaven by God. Did you get that? No one arrives on earth or no one is born on earth unless their original purpose has already been determined in heaven by God. You are on earth today because in the mind of God, you are already a finished product, an original purpose and destiny. However, there is something that you must always remember and never forget. And that is that God's adversary, the devil, put this on that chat room. God's adversary, the devil, 
always persecutes those who can ruin evil plans. Did you get that? God's adversary, the devil, always persecutes those who can ruin his evil plans. The Holy Spirit wanted me to convey to you that you are alive right now because you have an original purpose exclusive to you, God, Jesus, and God's own Holy Spirit indwelling you, and they are assisting you on your behalf. That is, if you are fighting, the Holy Spirit was really making this clear to me. Eternally speaking, you are not the product of any man or any woman, and you are not the product of human invention. You were conceived due to an original creative idea from God. No matter what your background was, what you must do now is to begin to walk through life with the assurance that God, who has begun his original, right, original work in me, We'll finish it. I want to share something with you. If you can't grasp, if you can't understand these simple, basic truths, you will not be able to understand God's original purpose and his unique, original plan for your life. You see, God knows. He just told us. He told me yesterday, last night, 1.30. I've been working on this since 1.30 this morning. He said, I am God. There is no other, none like me. I am God. There is no other, none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done. Saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. God knows and only God knows your original purpose. And God knows that only he, God, please hear me. The Holy Spirit trapped me when, when, when he, he just contained me. And only God knows. And you must know that only he, God, can fulfill your original purpose in life according to his 
best for you. You see, the Holy Spirit conveys God's purpose is excellent for your life, original only to you for your life. God's plan is eternal for your life. What a mockery, the Holy Spirit said. What a mockery to God when he looks at you trying to kill his original plan, trying to kill his original purpose, and you substituting it, substituting his original plan, his original purpose, his original design for you, substituting it for an inferior plan that has not been made original to you. He said that is not his purpose. It is not his purpose, he said, for you to live, die, and never attain or even experience true success as he counts success, which only comes from doing his will, which only comes from the fulfilling of the original purpose for which you were created. He reminded me, you notice, Erica, successful people, Erica, create nations, conquer kingdoms, and shape history. Successful people do not allow history to make them. On the contrary, they make history. I said, yeah, okay, I'm getting it. Believe me, by now, I'm kind of like trembling. I said, uh, okay. He said, Moses was successful. I knew he was talking about deliverance then. He said, Moses freed the Hebrews from slavery. Moses defeating the Egyptian kingdom in the process and established a new nation, Israel, shaping the course of God's people in history. He said, you know you love Jesus. He said, my plan for Jesus was original, Erica. Jesus, by dying on the cross, raising from the dead, overcoming the kingdom of darkness, bringing the kingdom of God to earth, and dividing history into two, before Christ and after Christ. The Holy Ghost said, but it's not only people like Moses or Jesus who make their mark on history, Erica. He said, you tell Everywhere you go from now on, when any person, when any person dares stand up to think and live differently from the norm in the process of obeying me and following my purpose, 
He said they're going to leave their own mark on this world. He said because every human that is living, I have put my desire for their original intent, for their original reason for which they were created. He said it will answer the identity question. They'll know who they are. They will, it will answer the question of where they come from. They will know for which they were created. They will answer the question, why am I here and where am I going? The question of destiny. The original intent, the original reason for which I created them. He said, Erica, I'm the only one who can reveal these answers to them. He said, Erica, people who lack original purpose, people who lack original purpose, most of the time, he said, do not understand, or better yet, they do not accept themselves. So they end up competing with those around them. He said, but what they're really looking for is their own original purpose, their own original intent or the original reason that I actually created them. He said, if they do not know their original purpose, that's why they're running around here trying to imitate other people, trying to take on somebody else's appearance, trying to seek to take the place that belongs to another. Or worse yet, the Holy Ghost say, attempt to steal the blessings that have been poured out on others because they're missing out on their original intent. They're missing out on the original reason for which they have been created. And they're seriously missing their own original sense of identity. And they're missing the point. I'm almost scared to say something now. Each individual created by God our Father has a distinct and original purpose in life. Brothers and sisters, those who do not know their own original purpose will always be insecure in this life here on earth. And I said, why? Because God has an original purpose, an original plan for everyone and everything that he has ever created. 
we can define. And I ask God this. I ask him, how do we define your original purpose? I was led right back to the paper. God's original purpose for each and every man and woman is the original intent or reason for which he or she was created. In the case of human beings, our purpose is the original intent of God's determination and desire for us when he gave us life. He said, put this in the chat room, contrary to what many people think, life began in heaven, not on earth. God designed us in heavenly places before we came to live on this earth. That is what he wanted me to see the structure in Jeremiah. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. You see, the Lord was making it absolutely clear. Everything in God begins with his original purpose. You and I were fully formed ideas in his mind. Hallelujah. In the heavenly, when he hung the stars in the sky, we were fully formed idea in his mind before we ever received our physical body. Therefore, we can say that before you were born, you already are, and you have already been given an original, unique purpose to plan by God, our Father, our Creator. Yes! Hallelujah! When you get time today, you read Genesis 2. Let the Holy Spirit break it down to you even more. Because in Genesis 2, it goes on about God. The heavens and the earth were finished. On the seventh day, God ended his work and rested. He blessed the seventh day, sanctified it. Goes on to say, that the Lord made the earth, the heavens, every plant, the fields. And you know, he had made man. The Bible says that God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went a mist from the earth, watered the whole face of the earth, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And then man became a living soul. The original intent or original reason 
for which Adam was created. It says so in this Genesis 2, the trees, but it says in verse 15, and the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it. The original intent or reason for which Adam and the garden was created. Then you know God gave him the info about the tree and the Lord God said that the man should not be alone. I will make him a help me. And then the Bible says the Lord brought everything that he had made to see what Adam would call them. And Adam named them and gave names. I'm talking about the original intent or reason for which Adam was created. Goes on to say the Lord put Adam to sleep, took a rib, created a woman. I'm talking about the original intent or reason for which Adam and Eve were created. Goes on to say, brothers and sisters, about there in Genesis, Genesis 2. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, and the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. God is an original. Jesus is an original. The Holy Spirit is an original. And God said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. God. The original intent or reason for which you, listen, was created is God's own original, unique purpose for your life. And it grieves him for you and I to become copycats, to become doers and followers of any inferior plan. God's plan is for your best. Nobody's plan that God has for you has for you can be worked by anybody else. And your plan cannot be worked by anybody else. Because God want me to share with you this morning. I made you an original. He gave you an original purpose and original intent. You're not going to fulfill it outside of him. It will be fulfilled by you if you allow him to fulfill 
his original plan. God don't have a plan B. He don't need one. Now, I'm a great one for plan B. I believe in a plan B, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get a lot better after this message. God is an original. And God has created you an original. And it's not gonna work as long as you try to live through somebody else's plan. You hear me this morning? And God said he can't get to some of you because you're so busy trying to work a plan outside of him. I'm just the messenger this morning. That's all I am. God has an original plan for your life. You can't live it out of sister so-and-so's plan. That's their original plan. You can't live it out of brother so-and-so's plan. You can't live it. You got to live it through the original, unique, the Holy Spirit said, plan that God has for you. He has all your answers. He got the blueprint. But you rather work with an inferior plan Nothing that God does is inferior, but if it's not for you, it's inferior to you. It's inferior for you. Remember David the shepherd? Saul tried to offer him his uh, sword. David said, no. <laughs> uh-uh. I haven't worked it. It's not for me. God's original plan for me is a slingshot. That wouldn't work for anybody else. Remember Joseph thrown down in a hole. Came up out of that hole after a while as the governor of Egypt. Second in command to Pharaoh, who was his enemy. And, And you know what Joseph said? He said, you meant it for my harm, but God meant it for my posterity. God has a unique and original plan for you because it's only going to work with the unique and original plan it was designed for. He'll give it to you. He's right inside of you waiting for you to ask him. And this time, follow it. Don't let anything deter you from it. Wonderfully, wonderfully original. (laughs) It's how a writer can take up a pen and a piece of paper. How an artist can take up a paintbrush and dab a little paint on it and come out with a masterpiece. It's how an engineer can look at something and see in their mind how to totally change the structure and invent something creative and new. While in the process of trying to create something else. 
because it's part of God's original plan for that woman or that man. And right now, you hearing this message, so it's for you. It's for you. There's nobody that God has made exactly like anybody else. You've got to. You have to. You don't have a choice. You heard this message. You've got to get God's plan. You formulate the plan. Go to him for the purpose. If you want more information, maybe on purpose, I may not have been the best, but uh, Dr. Miles Monroe got lots of info on purpose. But I wouldn't go to Miles Monroe. Miles Monroe made me go to Jesus. And that's who I think you should go to. But, you know, I have to, I can't be telling you what to do unless God would tell me. But only thing God said was share this with me. But I'm checking myself. Definitely checking myself. Because I want God's best in everything I do, everything I touch, everywhere I go, everybody I see. And everybody I minister to. Because you see, people have people deceived out here. People think that God is not God of the miraculous. I notice, I notice when they when they say they come in here, they say, How many days do I have to stay? Well, look, now I'm at the point where God, you ain't even got to stay days. He's doing it in minutes. And then you'll be lost what to do with the rest of your time. So I've got to revamp everything. He's doing it in minutes. For those that have enough trust in him to follow his original plans, these secondary plans, they work. Because he's God. There's none other like him. So we have to seek his face as to which way he wants anything and everything these days. Nothing is the same. Why? Because God is an original. There's no other declaring the end from the beginning. And what else? I will do all my pleasure. In other words, he's going to do it his way. Catch up. Learn him. Get your info from him. Not putting any pastor down anywhere. Because they got to get their info from the same one, Jesus. But I can assure you of something. When you know God's original plan for you, and, and you even might need to double up or enforce the power. But I can assure you, if you know your God's plan for you and they know God's plan for them, God will move. And it won't take him no year. It won't take him no week. It won't take him no days. It won't take him no hours. He will move the minute faith touches faith. I'm tired of people buying into these lies. And I think the Holy Ghost is shaking me up. Because I was getting there, I was getting there, 
I'm seeing the evidence. One day I'm gonna, soon I'm gonna put some more people on that that come here now. It don't take all that. They're coming here in faith, believing, and they leaving here with what they come here for and build up with even more. God is manifesting himself through the hearts and through the lives of people that guess what? Trust them enough to realize who they are in him. And he is moving. 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 And it's not going to stop. It's going to intensify. It's going to intensify. So you need to take all that you got and begin to use it so that God will receive glory and honor and praise so that he will be magnified on this earth for who he is. Lord God Almighty, who knows the end from the beginning already, who is the only one that knows, the only one that knows your unique and original plan and purpose in him. I think maybe it's time you get a hold of that and go on to what you got to do. Stop being hindered. Am I making sense this morning? I hope so. I hope so. I really hope so. Really, I do. Brothers and sisters, God's got your purpose. You got the plan. When the purpose and the plan come together, it's called what? Fulfillment. Fulfillment. It's called fulfillment. God is ready, more than able and willing. Stop being a counterfeit. Stop copying up for other people. You're an original. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. I'm just a Messiah. I'm just a... <laughs> I'm looking for this song. Um, I'm looking for this song. Brothers and sisters. I was looking for this song. I guess I don't have anything else to say today. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta kind of eat on this myself a little bit. But God is so ready to bless you in the areas that He already told you He was gonna bless you. Stop, stop trying to be be you, the unique 
and original you so God can bless you. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You. The unique and original you. That's all I'm talking about. Tomorrow. Which one of these foods contains a protein?